0: What you know about this? I got. I got
1: perfect. 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 Coming to you live from the
2: basement of an abandoned training facility, where we talk about fighting, training, and events. It's the Fight Mixer Show where you can hear about all the local and world combat sports happenings. Get ready.
3: It's time to gear up and square up because we're going live live on the Fight Mixer Show. Misses everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Fight Mixer. We're joined by four-time world champion, former world champion, UFC veteran, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. The great and powerful Mr. Gabe. Gabe, how you doing tonight, brother? I'm well.
2: I'm well. Doing good. Very cool. I, I, I gotta real quick uh, though, uh David. I I, I noticed you're wearing a, a lovely green shirt. Oh I yeah. i telling you. I gotta tell you, your
3: sex appeal is at level fifty. Right.
2: Out of <laughs>
3: So, 49. yeah, and I, I was actually going to uh, like uh, a designer. They said that this sure is actually made of 100 percent husband material. Is that true? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm married. Ooh, I, yeah. all I'm be? saying is, I'm married.
2: Proof <laughs> is in the pudding, my friend. Proof is in the pudding.
3: We're matching right now, and that means the women that are watching. We're dropping more pay than a seasonal worker at Victoria's Secret right now, y'all. Seriously, Dude, it's, it's wet this out. has
2: got plans, not plans.
3: we are also we are also joined by the man who will be making his professional debut my buddy for 10 years we actually fought in the same card for burlington brawl back in august 2010 we'll be making his professional debut we have talked this into reality connor it took us a year to get this shit done but thanks to matt and bare knuckles most wanted management former world champion well former champion the man himself, one of the best and most entertaining heavyweights I've ever seen in my entire life, my good buddy, Connor McKenna. What's going on, champ? What's up, baby?
0: What's up? What's up, brother? I'm about to get my bare knuckle beat down on, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and I, I I was kind of covering a little earlier, you know. It's going to be raw and dirty, if you know what I mean. You That's know, what I heard. Know. That's what I heard behind just,
2: the scenes. Just you, a tube you, of
0: Vaseline, just, a little wrestling. Yeah, we, we, where I'm from, we call it wrestling. We go get down and wrestle. You,
2: you know?
3: wrestle me, we're gonna get gay together that boy. I, I'm say, I like you.
0: You smell pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you want me, my stepdad.
1: So, what promotion? Uh, what promotion? And what when? What dates you're fighting? I'm fighting December seventeenth
0: for Game Bread Fighting Championships. Never heard of it. Yeah, some, some long-haired <laughs> guy named George. He owns it or some shit. I guess he needs somebody in the face once. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm doing that. Yeah, I'm going to make some money, and I'm, I'm going to knock somebody out, maybe. We'll see.
3: It'll be very, very entertaining. We can't wait to watch it. We're also joined by the great producer, Matt Seibold. Matt, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Doing good. How you feeling? Go, That's coming off so cool. Cool. Who came cool. back from Darren Knuckle, right? In Tampa? How how was it?
1: Oh man. That, that, I gotta tell you, I, I kind of thought the card was gonna be disappointing. Like there was a couple good things on it, you know, but man, the, the whole card was fucking fire.
2: Like that was probably one of the best events I've been to. So what what about the what about the fight? Uh I this the, the only thing I heard about the whole event was <laughs> the fight between uh Oh, uh, my God. let him bang and uh, – Yeah, yeah. Come, come at me, bro, and uh, – uh, Come Harry. at me, bro. Yeah, no. Uh,
1: I mean, it just kind of popped off, and I looked over. I'm like, oh, my – it was like a mayhem down there. It was just – it was it was crazy. Was that legitimate,
2: or was that, was that we're trying to build a fight?
1: I, I don't think it was staged at all because David uh, Feldman, the actual <laughs> – he he was seriously like, I don't know if it's if he's going to, but uh, he was gonna fucking get rid of Julian for that for that incident.
3: Really, he was yeah, gonna wow. let go. Because
1: because I, I think one of the people in the audience got hurt and it was oh, just, fuck.
3: Yeah. oh yeah can't do that
1: yeah you're putting sure.
3: we'll, we'll up I mean it's and, not and- and for people that, um, you know, they're just wondering what we're talking about, there was a huge fight, huge brawl that took place. Uh, Chris Lydell, who's a good friend of um, of Gabe's, uh, he was interviewing Mike Perry and just, you know, introducing him to the promotion and everything like that. And then you see paper or something being thrown at Mike Perry and you hear, you're a bitch, you're a bitch. And Julian Lane's usually a soft-spoken guy. He was on our show, you know, on the Fight Mixer. Like, he, he seemed like a nice guy to me, like. I, I like Julian Lane, but like they got into a huge fucking brawl. Let me bang, and, but like I thought it was like, I, I agree with Gabe, and not just because we have matching shirts on, but like I agree with Gabe. I thought it was probably stage just to build up a fight. Well, I,
2: I mean, mean that's what, I mean, like you're trying to bring bro. in Mike Perry from you know from the UFC. He's a name. Julian Lane was on the Ultimate Fighter, and so like I, I think in, in bare knuckle he's got name recognition. I mean, and the let me bang, bro. I mean, he's. I mean, he's known from that, and, and and he's living that. So I thought I kind of might – my take on it was, oh, there's to, anyway. to get some build up to you know they're gonna For make sure. this fight and it's gonna be exciting. But I guess when people get hurt in the crowd, that changes the dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Especially uh, I was up in the crowd
1: going, let him bang,
3: bro. Let I bang know you bro. were. <laughs> it, it, so is it definite that Dave Theldman's actually gonna release Julian Lane or are they gonna we'll let this we'll out?
1: I mean that was the knee-jerk reaction at the event, but we'll see what happens.
3: I don't I, think so though. They've been sharing the video all over it, Yeah, it, they've been sharing the video all over and promoting it. I I, I severely doubt it.
2: honestly, like that 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 is uh, what I'm saying is I don't know anything about any other fight that got coverage and all of that I mean, exactly. news. And yeah. so I mean whether it was staged or not. It, it builds, you know, a, a, a storyline that wouldn't be there before. And, the, like, the, even, like, the, the, the scuffle was kind of weak, too. Like, I, uh-huh. I, I don't know. I just, we have, like, a pro – I don't know why I, I trained fighters, when it comes to, like, they're just, like, swinging their arms like, like <laughs> fucking frat boys. I don't know. And, and a lot of dirty boxing,
3: too. A lot of dirty boxing, I yeah. saw. A the dirtiest. Dirty, the dirtiest and sexiest of boxing.
0: This <laughs> <Sexiest laughs> is the dirtiest boxing. In the
3: middle of the And um, and uh, you know we have we have a uh, big events coming up. Uh, you know Showtime Boxing. Our friend uh, Anthony Pretty Boy Taylor is actually going to be fighting on the Jake Paul card. And I can't believe Tommy Fury, pretty much dropped out of the fight. Uh, what do you guys feel about that? What's Tommy going on? What's, right, what's up, how What's up,
0: man?
3: What's up, Mr. Brito? Tommy
0: Fury, how do you let a check like that go?
3: Like
0: oh, I, I, my, my fucking toes could be falling off you know i don't give a fuck a check like that to fight a youtuber
2: come on yeah well, uh, well okay but so i i actually disagree with you there uh jake paul has enough skill that if you were to lose to him oh your sucked. credibility as a boxer is fucking done son True. and if you have an injury especially a rib injury which i believe is what he was saying was yeah uh Rib injuries, especially when it comes to boxing, like anything to do with back or 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 uh, anything spinal and or rib cage oriented, it will fuck you up. Yeah. And I again, like losing losing Jake Paul would be bad enough, but getting beaten by him because of of, of a, a an issue I had before would actually make it worse for myself. I don't I don't know that, I don't know about Tommy Fury, and I'm, I'm again I have nothing to, I have no dog in the fight one with the other. I think I. I I don't know enough about Tommy Fury and if Jake Paul disappeared tomorrow and some <laughs> magic from, from uh, the heavens, I would, I, my days would go on.
3: Yeah. And I, I, Elvin, I want you to join in this conversation. Obviously Elvin's a great fighter. He's going to be card. Risky, amazing, right. amazing yeah. boxer, but um, I want to, I want to ask Gabe and Connor this because we've all fought before. Like I've hurt my rule before you're miserable. You know, it hurts to sleep. It hurts to breathe. I've yeah. yeah, like, hurt, my rib in 2011 before a fight, and I still went on with the fight, but it fucked me up mentally where I, I was afraid to engage. I was, like, my, my stance also changed, too. I was afraid of my 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 elbow from my rib, and, like, you know, my, my face was exposed, too. Like, I was leaving myself out there and, like, leaving, you know, important targets that I should be protecting. So I was so self-conscious with it. It hurt to throw a jab. It hurt to shoot a takedown. Like, I was so self-conscious and fucked up. Sleeping was out of the question. Breathing hurt. Like, right. I, I, I agree with Tommy Fury for dropping out just because rib injury, injuries fucking suck. Yeah. Man, I don't know what you feel about but that. W- what you're saying, though, uh David, you have
2: other avenues of fighting. If my ribs are bad, I'll go for a takedown. I'm going to play a different game. In boxing, you don't have a choice yeah. of, like, get just – I got to work around my injury. Like boxing, you have one, one, one weapon to use and that weapon, like, what are you going to do? You're going to just, your, your movement's going to be limited. Your punching power is going to be limited. Um, As uh, 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 Elvin said, uh, I, it's too risky. And I mean, look, I, I, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe maybe he was being a quote unquote bitch. I don't think so. I don't think people that, uh, especially that make money for fighting, whenever I hear people say they're afraid, it's like, Look, people that fight for money are not concerned about, like, you know, uh, about uh, uh, being – they're not afraid of things, per se, yeah. especially opponents. But, again, the, the risk factor.
0: Yeah, you don't want to lose to a YouTuber, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that would
2: suck.
0: That would
3: Tyler, suck. What, do you what do you feel about that? Me? Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, I feel like he. – you're right. Yeah, it is fucking way too risky, but, you know – I, I I'm broke as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> broke, bitch. I need money. I, I mean, I'm fighting a big wrestler on three weeks notice. I'm broke as fuck, you know, but I'm it's I'm ready band to band band band. bang with anybody. But it's 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 one What's of the things band, that band. like I totally understand. It's it's risky. I wouldn't want to lose to to a YouTuber. But shit, I could play it up also as fuck. I had a broken rib, you know. Let's run it back again, make another check. That's double the cash. And then I get to fuck him up, you know? But that avenue
3: barely ever works. I mean, Manny Pacquiao lost to Oh, what's going on, Andrew? How you doing, brother? And and that avenue sometimes doesn't work, especially uh, Jake Paul, who's notorious, who, you know, Tyron Willie. You know, while Tommy Fury fumbled Talk the bag, Tyrone Woodley was already trained, picked up that bag like he's goddamn Randy Moss, and now we're going to run it back for a Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul too, which I'm very excited for that fight. And that makes a lot more sense and more excited for that than Tommy Fury. But, like, you know, it, 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 it that avenue doesn't really work where if you lose and you say, oh, I lost because of the injury, because then the blowback is, oh, you're making fucking excuses and yeah. you're a bitch. Nate Pacquiao made the same excuses. And you know what? Like May will never have gotten a rematch with uh with Floyd Mayweather, so it can go both ways. That's you know, true.
1: that's true. It already goes both ways. Look,
2: hey. <laughs> like when when you're playing uh, the game of fighting, which is essentially what you're doing, um, and especially at a high the highest level possible, things like injury can can absolutely affect the outcome, and it can also affect your. I don't know. I don't know how the contract is set up for Triller. But in MMA, you lose half your money. Yeah. Like, so, like, you're talking yeah. about money. You're like, I'm getting paid. You get half your money for losing. Like, so the idea is when I go in, I want to get all my money. And if I can get a bonus on top of that, even better. Give me yeah. all the money. Um, yeah. I have no intention of not taking as much money as I can, especially because, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm fighting for for uh, as a career.
3: Absolutely. And we also have uh, game bread fighting championships that's going on also on the uh bk tv app you can download it download the pay-per-view and watch connor Connor mckenna making his professional debut connor so like what's your mind frame going into this and how's training camp how's everything going on you're fighting and tell me a little bit about your opponent we've been talking back and forth about it but tell us a little bit about your opponent
0: so my opponent is a uh egyptian olympic wrestler he uh he's got some heavy hands i've seen a Good amount of his fights. Uh, I he's he's got some impressive, shit, but you know, I do see holes. I uh I am always very optimistic, even though I, I had a three week training camp for this, you know, and I and I and I was training for boxing and now I'm fighting in MMA and I haven't fought MMA in five years. I don't give a because I know I, I know what I got and I know what I got in the tank i know what i have so i'm confident in myself i'm happy i uh i've had a good week i haven't been too fucking like grumpy or anything i've just been you know flowing with it i'm happy i get to make my pro debut on such a big stage like not many people get to go from amateurs to fucking fighting Mm -hmm. on you know game brand you know and then who knows from there whatever the fuck i do i'm gonna open this mouth people are gonna see me you know, and I'm not talking about like open this mouth. I'm talking like vast <laughs> room, Open this mouth. I'm about to open everybody's mouth. I'm gonna be all up in that shit. Like, what's up, y'all? Welcome, America.
2: Welcome. <laughs> and I'm not. Like you know, Connor, Connor, you seem to be working towards a very, very specific fan genre. There. <laughs> Like a very very specific, like the kind of that will anyway. like
0: sneak up and like tickle fuck rape you at the same time. Like it's, like, it's a tickle fuck rape because it's like kind of soft, kind of scary, but like all right, you know.
2: No, I don't know. do yeah. I don't, oh, lie, bro. don't,
3: I don't know either, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> and, and, Connor, and Connor, By the way, you know, even though we were talking shit, that you're gonna say some gay shit in his ear just to like get him off his game and like yeah. whisper sweet nothings and get him a spoon so you can eat your ass. Like Connor also is a new father. Congratulations on that, Connor. I, Congratulations. You know,
2: boy or girl?
0: There's a boy. His name's River. All right. He's uh, he's a uh, he's the man. He's uh, 15 months now, and you know he he's he's the reason why I'm able to do this shit. Like my father died uh, in February. And I was really close to my father. And I was a completely different person in February. I was 322 pounds. I was fucking insane. You know, I just had a kid. I was just, you know, shit was going weird, you know. My cat died, you know. But, like, I I needed to change my life. So I I started throwing hands again. And now I'm here. I'm about to fight for game bread. I couldn't be happier. You know, I know my kid's going to look back. Kick this shit one day and be like, my dad went from fucking crazy to like doing some shit with his life, and you know I'm ha- I'm happy with where I am right now. And I I got to thank you, David, because you know you me and you started chatting, and I was telling you like what I was thinking about doing. And you were like, come on, man, I'll get you up in that shit. And I was like, <laughs> really? And he was like, yeah, man, so I'm so I'm fucking here now. You know, like yeah, man. You know, Shit, shit just happens overnight. You know. And sometimes you're like, oh, shit, like, is this ever going to happen? Is this ever going to happen? I'd be like, and then out of nowhere, you're like, oh, three weeks, you're about to fucking fight an Olympic wrestler, you know? (laughs) And now I'm like, yeah, bitch, I am. I'm about to fight a motherfucking Olympic wrestler. Some punk-ass boy from Vermont, you know, weed-smoking-ass, shit-talking, titties-jiggling, you know, these motherfuckers ain't even – they don't even know me yet. And wait till these people see me. They're going to be like, oh, this fat motherfucker swings
3: hands? Huh? <laughs> what? You, me- were on- you were actually featured on the news. You're not a punk-ass kid from Vermont. You were featured on the news. Uh, you're a champion. You won a championship on the Emmys. You know, I... Uh, it, it, it's gonna be awesome, and friends help out friends. That's what we do, you know. And it's good to see yeah. you, you know, on a, on a big stage and accomplishing goals, and you know. But also, I want to like switch topics too because the big story, and I'm sure everybody that wants to talk about, is UFC from last night and Juliana Pena, my girl. We talked about this, and I saw something that was going to happen where two, Juliana Pena might pull off the upset, and yet she did. Wow. Okay, okay.
2: So I was at a dinner. Uh, I was at a dinner, uh,
3: mm-hmm.
2: so I was just getting updates from people. Five different people that are watching it said it looked so suspect, so Wait spot me. suspect. For the first round, uh, uh, Nunez just starched her. She finishes the round laughing, and is not gassed at all. And somehow, in the second round, she comes out and she's gassed. And then I have, I still have not seen the fight. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this up because this is what everyone else was telling me. Uh, and then uh, Pena got a half-ass choke with no hooks, and on the chin, not around the neck. And Nunez tapped. Am I wrong on that? What am I saying is wrong, or is, is that legitimately what happened?
3: Yeah, it, it's legitimately what happened. Yeah. But you're, wait, you're 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 saying that the the fight was potentially fixed, or
1: that's kind of what I've heard too.
3: There was uh, no really, hooks in that but... choke. Let me tell you something. The betting
2: line was a thousand to one. If I got a hundred of my friends to put a grand each, it's not going to move the line whatsoever, and that's going to come out a hundred grand by just that that bet alone. Right. Just saying.
3: Just you, you, saying. No way. That's illegal. They can't do that.
2: Oh no! I know people. <laughs> that what no You're right. You're right. No one ever does anything illegal. Hundred percent correct. You're
3: right. No. I. I, I take back what I said. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that that that, that happens. The, no that's really, that. wow. That that that's like a weird type of scenario that I didn't even think about. But like I I, I saw I, I you know I saw that Manny Nunez was actually cracking a little bit. I saw that meteor gas tank. She was a little bit depleted. She I I, I saw a, a a woman, a champion, who blew her wide in the first round, trying to start her right away, and Junia Pena was able to work her game plan and work her magic and was able to secure now, her.
2: now. Okay, so so. Admittedly, this is third-hand information, okay? But I have very f- close friends that I find credible that were in Las Vegas, and one who actually works at a casino. That when Floyd Mayweather was going to fight uh, uh, Conor McGregor, you you know you can you can you can bet on multiple different things, and there's a better uh, a line on like so in boxing in particular, you can pick the rounds, right? And yeah. multiple. Buddies of Floyd, and they're all known in Vegas because they all hang out there. We're dropping thirty, forty thousand dollars on the six rounds and above line. Wow. Yeah, wow.. No kidding. So, and again, what happened in that fight? Connor
0: started and gas at the fourth round. and then by the by the sixth, he was completely shit. and by
2: the tenth, he was getting fucking starched. He got, he got. No, no, he, he got knocked out in the seventh. Wasn't it the seventh round? I thought it was the
3: tenth. I thought yeah. it was the eighth.
2: Well, we're because all. Because it was there. past the sixth. <laughs> it was past the sixth. And then the, watch, watch Mayweather fight that Japanese guy. Attention, uh, and he starches him in one round.
3: Yeah, yeah easy, easy, easy. Not right, dream, but, but so, rising, rising.
2: Uh, I, I genuinely think that Mayweather. That's right. Held, held connor and made connor look better than he actually is uh to ensure that that line was set so same thing I, again i this is all speculation and speculation is just that um but nunez again i haven't watched the fight so please bear with me i i have no uh i i'm just going off of hearsay once again um was starching her the first round apparently was so so even that like she was laughing afterwards Like, like this is, and and there's no way that that one minute break is when you're like everything buckles and you start to gas. That's not how shit works.
3: Yeah, one, especially if
2: you're a champion fighting for your belt.
3: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta look that up. I have not heard that that theory. All I heard was that uh, Payne was making, and that was the fight that I predicted correctly. The fight I predicted incorrectly was Poirier. I thought Poirier was going to win, and of course Juchu, you I know, don't. fucking Jiu-Jitsu just secured uh, a victory for the other side, and Poirier uh, I, lost that fight. I did,
2: say, I did say if Oliveira was going to win, it was going to be a sub. Yeah. That was, that was I said, I, and, and, and I also, actually I was just talking about this with multiple guys in my gym, I said I am thinking very, very high. If I were to be a betting man, I would bet on Poirier. Skill right. set to skill set. I said, but Oliveira absolutely can beat him, and absolutely has the the submission ability to
3: beat him. Right. What do you think about the fights, uh, Connor?
0: I thought they were good. I I was expecting Poirier to lose. I didn't know how oh. he was going to lose, but I I felt like I felt like he was going to lose. Uh, I just. I felt like he was more hyped up for Connor. You know, he had he had a drive for it. You know, he just didn't seem like the same fighter. You know, especially when it got down to that point. You know, it, it's almost like... I'm not going to say gave up, but... You know, it wasn't the fight I was expecting it to be. I thought he would have a little more
2: war in him. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, it got to the third. So it wasn't like he just got out there and got subbed.
0: No. But, uh, but,
2: I mean... Mistakes get I mean, one thing that I really appreciate about MMA is anything can happen but genuinely, yeah. in matchups it can change, the, the dynamic can change, the night of the fight can change. So many different things that can happen. Um, and that's why you don't have many undefeated guys. You have guys that are like yeah. you know 12 and 0, 15 and 0, and then you know, I, I again like you have a, a Habib who was, in my opinion, a special talent, especially you see how he destroyed Gagey. And and uh poirier, um, but could he lose Olivera 100%? Yeah, 100% could lose
3: with yeah. with Olivera winning though. And this is this is the um, that that weight class is going to be forever in the shadow of Habib, and that and Olivera is not necessarily you know, he's a, he's a great talent, he's. I thought Poirier was going to be the best choice to win just for bringing in the progression of the division. But this is a division that's heavily in Habib's shadow. And also, this also ruined Dana White's plans of perhaps another situation between Poirier and Conor McGregor, which is going to be obviously another money fight with the title on the line, which makes no sense to me. But, you know, it's fucking McGregor. McGregor is bigger than the sport somehow. And this also ruins... You know, Pena, even though I I predicted her to win, I knew what the outcome was going to be. Where now that this ruins a potential fight between Amanda Nunez and Kayla Harrison. And I thought that was going to be the money fight. Kayla Harrison coming over from PFL and fighting against Amanda Nunez in a champion versus champion money fight. Pena winning was, you know, it's great. And it was a great story if, you know, what you say is not true. But now this ruins a potential money fight between. Uh, Kayla Harrison and Amanda Nunes. Yeah. Wait a second. I, you know what?
2: I, I, uh, I'll be honest, I wasn't listening.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no. My daughter, my daughter was. I've seen that. my, my, <laughs> that my right. So anytime I'm looking over here, my daughter, it, it's so adorable. She's too. She, she opens the door and she just has this big, immersive smile and it, it takes away everything. I'm just like, Sorry, I'm back in, in, in the room and uh, yeah, uh, Nunez uh, Anderson. What?
3: No, no, no. no. What I was saying, sir, I was yeah. saying that Penye winning puts uh cold water on a potential money fight between Kayla Harrison, who's an Olympian, a gold medalist in judo, and champion in PFL, and a potential match with Nunez. That you know, that money fight. You know, a lot of, you no, know, I think it knocked knocked down that potential fight. You know, that, could have, uh, that could have been a huge money fight and a huge uh, thing for the, uh, for the sport and for uh, women. I mean, I,
2: yes and no. I mean, so I hate to say it, uh, Kayla Anderson, or Harrison, sorry, is Perfect. a champion in PFL. And she is known around like the, the MMA community. But to build that fight, you'd have to bring her in and make her recognized to the UFC fans. Like they had yeah. to do that with Michael Chandler, um, you know it's difficult when you have these cross promotions and you're and you're bringing this person in. And you're trying to build them as okay, they're undefeated, they're a champion in this organization, and but then you have to bring them into your organization and show why they're so good and such a talent.
3: Yeah, I, I think I'm more appreciative. No matter what avenue it goes, I'm more appreciative that women's MMA is getting such recognition because I was talking about this uh, the other day. I was doing commentating. And Ronald Rousey was not supposed to be the first big UFC women's superstar. It was actually supposed to be Erica Montoya, who was going to fight on uh, UFC 51, when Tito Ortiz fought, um, I forget, he was in the main event though. But Erica Montoya was also the first women's fighter featured in a UFC video game, UFC Sudden Impact in PlayStation 2. Erica Montoya fought for SmackDown, fought for, fought for all these different promotions. And then, you know, that fight got scrapped and Erica Montoya went to obscurity, even though she's an incredible talent. I don't know if you ever heard of Erica Montoya. But then, we uh, we get Gina Carano and that big money fight between her and uh, Cyborg in show, uh, on uh, Showtime on uh, Strike Force. Uh, I, I like to see the evolution, and now it, it's so weird and so cool to see that we're talking about women's MMA in the same light as males MMA. I love the the you know complete evolution where we're at. You know.
2: Yeah, I mean hundred percent. I, I, I think uh, eventually with all sports, there's got to be something needs to come to, to, to light where, uh, you know, uh, well, but I, I, I still like the, I, I, uh, every year, the only way I know that, and I hate saying this was the truth. The, the only reason I know the WNBA is still around is if someone puts some a meme up about how they need to make as much money as the men and that's <laughs> the only way I know that WNBA is still even around. Like, Back. Um, And I, and again, I'm not saying that those women would destroy me in basketball Every single one of them, the worst player, but you know, I'll throw elbows, I don't care. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, I, one thing I appreciate is that uh, women in combat sports, if there's just something more about that, does that make sense?
3: Yeah, pretty much. Matt Matthew Collier versus Matt Seibel in celebrity boxing thoughts. I don't
2: even know who Matt Kohler is, and I'm putting all my money on him.
3: I'm, I'm gonna put on Matt. Matt's gonna win. I'm gonna put for on for Sure,
1: Matt is win. He's my partner in bare-knuckle Management, and he is also a uh, uh, what a uh, a champion uh, in something I can't remember. Taekwondo. taekwondo. Uh, I'm just a bum who has fought in the street a few times.
2: Not happening. Uh, I mean, it's taekwondo.
0: taekwondo.
2: <laughs> it's taekwondo. Come on, come on, man. I uh, love taekwondo. I thought I think it and making, that is one hundred percent a joke. I, I I have all respect for all martial arts, but taekwondo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, taekwondo. Um, <laughs> I, How about and, Gabe
1: versus Matthew Kohler?
3: <laughs> Gabe would murder, and I'm sorry, I love you, Matt, but Gabe would murder Matthew Kohler. He kind and of sorry, you, like, like, Cooper, it would be a much Cole.
1: better fight than me. I promise you.
3: Yeah, but it, it's okay because Gabe could kill all four of us at the same time with one pinky. Well, so, yeah, like, it's yeah, not it's just killing it's a, I,
2: Yeah, I don't know about all that. I uh, I, I appreciate the alkaloids, but that is a complete falsity.
3: I think so. I think and,
2: so. And, I, and, uh, and, and Connor's doing this, and unfortunately, I know what this means. That's <laughs> really
3: no. What does this mean? I have no idea. Kicking a field goal? Does that is that what it means?
2: Yeah. I do have to ask, why is Joe Elmore not in the 165 pound title conversation for BKMC? I love really? Joe. Why you. Why not, I Matt? In, I, I don't even. I who don't know. Is. I
1: think they probably need to run a four man tournament for that or something. I mean, that, BKMC.
2: That
1: yeah, that would be my suggestion. Is do do like a four man tournament for the for the title?
3: Oh man.
2: Matt, I Back to the UFC card, were there any other cards that, or uh, any other fights on the card that you felt were relevant car- uh, fights?
3: There was a bunch. I mean, there was a bunch that were pretty entertaining. I mean, I was just getting home from my commentating event, so I, I just caught the uh, the ending. But uh, I thought uh, Grilof Neil that was his name. Grilof Neal did a very good job, you know, with that. That was a great fight. Uh, he won by decision. That was an awesome fight. Um... Yeah, I, I I really caught the uh, the tail end, and also Sean O'Malley caught a first round KO. Uh, Sean O'Malley was successful in his uh, next bout. Uh, Cody Gold- Garbrandt losing. Oh man, you know that that's I, hard. I, to- I, 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 I don't don't, I'm,
2: curi- I'm curious what they're going to do with him. I, it, is that his fourth or fifth loss?
3: Uh let me see. Let me go to. Let me ask Schmoogle. He's a, I mean
2: former champion like the, Like he was a legitimate. He beat Dominic Cruz. And I thought he beat dominant uh, pretty. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't say starch, but he beat him very uh, uh, respectfully. Um, yeah. And uh, but I mean, he's been knocked out like three or four times now. Uh, Second loss he, in a row.
3: He won. Huh? He won against Rafael. He beat Rafael by a KO punch at UFC 250. Then lost against Rob Font, and then. Kai, he uh you know at ufc yeah. uh nine last night lost by ko in the first round but you know he looked so parched he looks so unhealthy yeah. on that scale so skinny like
2: fuck. getting to 125 like uh you know he was a 35 pound champion
3: and yeah. i'm guessing
2: that like you know he probably wasn't too heavy um and that's why i thought 25 would be a play uh, a, a place for him um and cutting weight is not always what's the best thing for you i mean especially if you've been knocked out as many times as he's been knocked out. uh, What you're essentially doing is you're taking away, you're, you're taking all of the fluids away from your brain to cut all that weight out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, once you've been knocked out three, four or five times that chin goes, I mean, like, look at, I hate saying it. I think he was one of the, like an icon in the sport, but Chuck Liddell, when his, when his chin went, like it was, you know, all you had to do is touch him. And it's uh, so unfortunate because he was such a talent, you know?
3: Yeah, but that's what happens when you're fighting wars against the best talent in the world since what? Like Chuck Adele also, and we talk about this, my favorite Chuck O'Dell fight was in Brazil, um, Jose Pele. Ho, Jose Pele was one of the best in his time. He was one of the coaches of Fuda Box, uh, fought for pride, and one of my favorite fighters of all time is Jose Pele, but they were fighting bare-knuckle MMA, just like Conor's going to do. And like. It, Chuck Liddell has spent his entire career fighting the who's who and going through wars. And that's what happens when your chin goes, you know, five times undefeated, but also when your chin goes, you know, it's, it's game over. Your body goes in a complete shutdown. You cannot take a punch like it used to. Your brain goes in a shock mode. Every time there's trauma to the head, Uh, your brain knows, Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to get hit again. Shut down immediately. And once that happens.
2: But, but even more, that is the long-term health effects. Yeah, I, I, and again, like I'm, I, I'm 44. I'm retired. I'm, I, I, I might fight on my 45th birthday just because. But uh, um, oh, uh, like I, but I'm, I'm retired. I, I and, but I also recognize that with my back fusion and my neck surgery, I'm sorry, my neck fusion and back surgery, <laughs> um, and the fact that I still can't breathe out of my nose and my knees is a mess. Like it, it just having uh your health later on in life is important, and especially your your mental facilities. If I start to lose my, I mean, I'm not as I'm not very smart as is. Like if I were to start losing smart. my mental facilities,
3: <laughs> you're, not, you're oh. not. stupid. you're you're smart. Come on. Oof.
2: Oof. I'm I'm smarter than some, but I, I I'm certainly I, I decided to fight for a living, and that was what I decided as a career. So I'm not that smart. And Hooked you run a business,
3: successful in at that, so I think you're pretty smart. And Connor, what what were your thoughts from UFC and like uh, any place that you watched or any place that you um. Uh, Note, noted.
0: I was excited about the O'Malley fight. Uh I I wanted to see what he was gonna do. Uh I knew he wanted to go out there and like make a statement, especially with him pretty much calling out Cody right before Did he? Yeah, the day Did he before. Uh he he they went face to face uh during the presser. Him and yeah. Cody. And uh you know, I, I knew he was kinda not like overlooking his opponent, but he had a feeling he was gonna win, you know. So right. I wanted to see how he was gonna do it. I know he was gonna go out to knock him out just because, you know, he's had some really good shows and show ups, but you know, oh, like so that last fight, okay,
2: go ahead, sorry, go finish finish what you saying.
0: That last fight where he punched the dude like two hundred times in the fucking face, like I'm sure he wanted to finish that guy, but you know, that guy had a head
2: of Head of bricks, you know. I mean, durability is, is not something you can train,
3: and yep. it comes from Boston, and those are just a, a, a state of big dick bandits. and You are not going to knock out the green hair fellow from Boston. No. I um, not at all.
2: So, they were trying to obviously build the O'Malley uh uh Garbrandt fight. Do mm-hmm. yeah. you think they can do that now, or do you think that that's just a, that fight is completely irrelevant? Well, it, it might be doable just because, like, you know.
0: Sean O'Malley hasn't faced really any big names. So that would be his first big name. And what better than an ex-champion who's kind of on a losing streak, you know, trying to get his shit back. So oh, it could be pretty much Cody's big last fight or, you know, Sean's big fucking, you come know, out party, come out party.
3: <laughs> come know, on party with that,
0: with that fucking, that hair. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Looking like uh, cotton candy, but um, Joe Elmore, a uh, friend of the show and uh, an incredible fighter, actually commented that a fight that makes sense is him versus uh, Elvin Brito. I think that fight would be amazing. I don't know how that fight would go. Two talented fighters being put there in uh, BKFC. Matt, what do you think about that fight?
1: I think that that would be great. But there's there are a couple other people that like. I, I think I think a four man tournament. There's a that's about the number of contenders there are. So just fucking. Run a four-man tournament and winner take all.
2: I think it's a good I, conversation I would, for sure, for sure.
3: Yeah, and I wouldn't want to see that fight because I like both of them. So that's one of those fights where I, I wish there wasn't a winner or a loser. That right, exactly. draw, no matter what knockout um, decision, that, that's one of those fights of which we just go to the draw. So both of them can win, or like a double win, you know.
2: <laughs> double.
1: Joe's yeah. a badass dude. That's that's for sure. And Elvin Elvin is skilled like no other. So. Fuck I want to watch him fight.
2: I, I, you know what? I, I have to, I have to make a, a, a an admission on the show. It's going to be a little difficult, but uh, I have not downloaded the BKFC app. You are a son of a bitch. I know, and it's not, it's not, it's not. In, it's just I have so little time, and I have Connor trying to have sex the camera. I think <laughs> mouth sex the camera um, it makes it so difficult to to stay on point. Um, <laughs> Definitely one of David's friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then he's off. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> I can't get rid of me. <laughs> uh yeah.
0: So uh all right.
3: So on uh, that note, um obviously we're trapped for time and we're gonna wrap this up like a Christmas present. So uh this show before we say our goodbyes, the show is brought to you by the great gym of Khadija MMA and fitness. If you want to train with a four-time world champion, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, UFC veteran, and our good friend Gabe, go to kajja MMA dot and also visit them at Tarzana, California. And your first class is for free. Train with a world champion. Train with Godzilla, Gabe Rudiger. Go to uh, kajja MMA and also perfect stocking stopper is Drenger Nutrition. If you want to get small like Connor and McKenna and what he uses to get ready for his fight, dringernutrition.com. You you can too be as sexy as both Gabe and Connor. All you have to do is go on drangernutritioncom Can't be sexy like me, baby, that's a pipe dream. But like, yeah, you know, Elvin's
1: yeah, you know, you know, using my products. So.
3: Oh, very good.
2: Dranger, cool. is great. I uh, I actually put an order in right before Christmas and uh or, I'm sorry, uh I hope I, I hope to get it before Christmas, but I put it in uh, I'm going to get some more of that that pre-workout. Shit's good, son. Shit's good. I give it to my daughter. Like, she's just too. She's just like, ah! hanging off something. She ripped Who off am of my the dog. And
1: it was horrible. Yeah. Who is your daddy and what does
3: he do? Where yeah, is your daddy? to make a good Come Can on. You me, it, not you? It's not your cookie. Put the cookie down. Where's the turbo, man? It's not Come the turbo. man. It's not a Duma. Please <laughs> <Can we> stop! <laughs> All right, Gabe. So, final words from the four-time world fan and the great Gabe Rudiger. Uh, thanks, uh, the, you know, I, I uh, thanks
2: uh, for having a talk with me, gentlemen, and and uh, please, if anyone would like to come to the gym, I'm happy to have you. Uh, I train fairly regularly. I'm always on the mats, and uh, you know, uh,
3: hopefully, we see you next week. Gabe, you're the man, Connor. Final words. You're going into this big fight, this epic fight. We can't wait to watch it on the DK TV app. We're gonna order it, game bread, fighting championship live. Connor making his coming out party and professional debut. How you feeling, Connor? Last I mean, word. All what I gotta say
0: is, you know, all I gotta say is, keep your chin down. Fuck fat chicks. You know, I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, what, what was, last, was the last? What was the last part?
3: I, I believe it was I'm, fuck I'm, fat chicks.
0: You know, you just
3: gotta fuck a fat check and slap some cows, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're up here in Vermont. Clap those cheeks, you know? baby. Yeah. You know, yeah. What big bitches need love, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. The strategy going into the fight would be fuck fat bitches. Words from a true professional and the man himself. I can't wait to uh, see him play a game bread fighting championship. And final words from producer Matt. Matt, any final words, sir? Yeah, I,
1: I think. You, I think- Gabe sold on GameBread. He's probably going to download the app now just to watch Connor fight.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I uh,
3: <laughs> Yes, that's, you that's are. Gabe. That's exactly
2: what I'm going to do. <laughs> can, I, I can knew they had
3: an app too. Fuck it, man. All right. It I, I got.
1: Despite Connor, it was still a great episode.
3: Absolutely, this is a fucking awesome. Exactly, Connor McGregor, the champ, champ. Connor McKenna, I, I called you Connor McGregor. I'm you so did. sorry about that. They're both Irish, I apologize. My good buddy Connor, my good buddy Gabe, my good buddy Matt. From all of us at Fight Mixer, happy holidays and we'll join you next Sunday for another incredible episode. Thank you everybody for commenting and tune in next Sunday. From the Fight Mixer, peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see you on the next one. Perfect,
0: perfect, perfect.